0: And welcome back to another episode of Insatiable Investigators. I'm your Detective XP player.
1: And I'm your Detective Venti.
0: Yes, that's right. Venti's back, people. Hello. Welcome back.
1: Thank you. Thank you for having me back.
0: Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, last week, last week, well, I did actually last for an entire episode, so which is nice. But yeah, we finally, and I mean finally, can talk about relationships. Wow. Oh, God. <laughs> I mean... There's a lot of layers to it. You have relationships with friends, family, uh, romantic relationships, and uh, your society. Yeah, basically school, work environment, blah blah everyone else in your social circle. Or perhaps no one, because you're a loner. I don't know where you fit in, but eventually you still have at least some of these factors in there. So yeah. Um, which one you want to talk about first, Fenty?
1: Um, <laughs> I guess, like, normally when you hear the word relationship, it's normally people always think about a couple, basically, two people. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, romantic. Yeah, basically just them being uh, like them being romantic with each other and just, like, something that I guess you can't really, like, share this type of, like, um, experience with, like, your your friends or your family or, like, basically people, like, outside of that.
0: Ah uh, yes, it's a completely different level.
1: It's it's a it's a, a whole new level of like intimacy and and whatnot. Like it's just something you can't really you share with anyone else other than your significant other. Yeah.
0: Well, well, that depends on where you stand in that relationship, I guess. Mm-hmm. Hey, it yes, can sound true. like you do.
1: <laughs> yeah. So I guess I'll talk about like that relationship, the intimate one.
0: Ah uh, yes, going on with the large one, aren't we? Yeah.
1: Okay. (laughs) Just like straight, just just go straight for it. Just
0: go for (laughs) the big bad. Okay, let's go. So,
1: where can I start? Where can I start?
0: Let's start like a typical, you know, like how you meet your quote-unquote significant other. Right. So start from there. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I don't know. A lot of people would say this is probably one of the hardest like stages, I guess, to like being in a relationship is that you have to find like that person first, right? You're like the person that like I guess like shares the same goals as you you know shares the same values and like also just like shares the same vibe and everything and i guess like other factors uh, out there but uh that's probably not what people would like really look for for example you know how girls would like be thinking oh they want like a six foot guy a guy that's, like, six foot or, or like, taller or, ah, yes. like, weird,
0: so, weird criteria yeah, yeah, that's like, just like, impossible to <laughs> achieve. Yeah. Right. Uh,
1: so, something, like, some something that some people just can't really, like, like can't really control. You know, like, uh, I don't know, man, so, some of these girls have, like, weird, imagine, weird standards, you know.
0: Imagine the requirement is you have to have an Indian accent. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean i mean well well, some some girls actually some girls actually dig that
0: people have different tastes yeah everyone everyone has
1: different tastes you know i'm sure everybody has their own type or whatever so i'm not i'm not here to like judge or anything but
0: it's just our opinion
1: yeah it's just like you do you all right but i would uh yeah i wouldn't really think like that's like important to anything I guess, like, something that's important to me would just be someone that would be there for you whenever you need them. And, like, if things, like, get tough or whatever, then, like, the person doesn't, like, leave you or anything, you know? Ah, uh, like, yes. Yeah, just, you know, does not, like, just leave without an explanation or anything. And then you, you, never, th- this you is, never hear from them ever again. You know, it's just, yeah. That's just,
0: th- mm. This is, this can be summed up into one set of lyrics, Never gonna give you up, (laughs) never gonna let you down, never gonna run around and desert you. That's right, everyone. The very very classical Rickroll has the perfect oh, lyrics for uh, that uh, I mean there you go everyone I mean when you think about it it's just like some people do look for these more intimate more proper sort of like requirements some are just absurd kind of like weird quirky things but yeah. if you ask me it's hard to get choosing these kind of stages I feel like when you really have the time to spend with whoever you're going for then you'll kind of like learn better you know and see whether it's real fit because just by judging at first glance, it's kind of like too, you know, it's jumping to conclusions too quickly. And sometimes, you know, you have to know someone for quite a while before you know how they truly are in person. And you're like, oh wait, this person actually has a very uh, terrible personality. Why am I dating him, dating them for this long, kind of thing? So yeah. yeah, so yeah, time is actually a factor in this. So I mean, if you ask me, I personally don't think that uh starting the relationship is difficult i think maintaining it is difficult relatively because you have to actually last throughout the time and to really know who your significant other is you know so yeah yeah. some people you have to kind of like fulfill their weird requirements obviously some people are like oh you have to have this much money before i date you China is like, you have to have a car, you have to buy me a car, you have to buy me, you have to buy me a flat, you have to yeah, get no, so much money kind of thing screw, in China. China is like You need a lot of money there. I don't know. Maybe, maybe it's partially because of their population in China, but uh, yeah, the requirements there over there is kind of like too picky. It's like, it's not even about personality anymore. It's just who has the most money. Who can flex the most wins over there. So, this I don't know. That,
1: that, that's that's not true love, bro. That's not that's not true love,
0: man. I don't <laughs> understand how. That's population. <laughs> that, that's <laughs> population decline, desperate for a significant other, kind of desperation. Nah, nah, man. Just... <sighs> but yeah, stuff like that does happen. Uh, it's not. Sometimes relationships are kind of like cornered off of that. So, I don't know. So that's kind of like one of the things there. But yeah, when it comes to like, say for example, oh, you managed to get yourself started in this relationship. So what would you personally think is, you know, kind of like the challenges of it, maintaining that so-called relationship?
1: What are the challenges?
0: You know, just hypothetical. if it happens. I don't know if you do, so yeah. I
1: mean, it's all about the boundaries, if you ask me.
0: Right. Um, Finding boundaries where where you, we you know, no, where like, decide would be fine with
1: like the couple has to like set boundaries, you know. How should I put this? More? Like it's
0: there should be a borderline to anything where it's like, oh, you go, to, you can't go this far because if you go this far, then uh that's a very messed up kind of thing. Yeah, you know, if you ask me, you know,
1: every relationship is honestly very different. You, you, you see, like there are people who would like their significant other to be like obsessive or possessive of them. Sort of like a turn on for that person, I guess. Then you would look at like another couple where I guess the person doesn't really like having a possessive or obsessive partner and sometimes would actually like to have their own space or or they would also be like an extrovert, right? So then they would always go out and meet people. So like, I can't really, I guess, like generalize or say label something um, very specific out for... A relationship, but for me, what I actually like, truly believe, is that as long as a couple, right, they both share the same values and they both actually like discuss, and they know like what like the things that they're both into and stuff, and like thi- things can work out. The only issue here is what from what I'm seeing is that in, in this generation, people give up p-
0: pretty easily. It's always whenever
1: times get like really tough between a couple and then you would have
0: like, oh, like just break up
1: you, you should not like bro you have like these couples first they, i mean instead of breaking up man you know some of them they would like they would go as far as to go to go to someone else to talk about their problems instead of like instead of like fixing the damn problem with their significant other and so what that does is the person that's Outside of the relationship, that's getting all like extra information. They could literally use that to their advantage and like, you know, ruin the relationship. You know, that's that's basically how uh, I'd say cheating, star- yeah, cheating way starts. Cheating starts
0: gaslighting, a lighting, I like guess.
1: Yeah, it's it's crazy, man. Because you know, for me, it's like if you you know you get in a relationship, there's a the reason why you got in a relationship. It's because you like the person. And it's because you want to go with the person, you know. And normally, whenever you, whenever you date someone, it's it's more of it's because you're thinking of marriage with them, right? Who honestly wants to get into a relationship just to get heartbroken? Like, that makes no sense to me. I mean, right? you do
0: have some people that are there for one. Some people are like that. Yeah, some some
1: some people like that. So, so. but but for me like what i if we were to talk about relationship in general right it's basically just two people together that won't give up on each other because they love each other right but for some reason there are couples where one of them doesn't actually like the other right They're like the other person so that's just that's the scary part that's a scary thing you know it's like i'm i'm pretty sure the person must have liked uh the other person from the beginning but apparently there are times where maybe like after spending quite a bit of time with the other person that person starts to like i don't know lose feelings right and it's crazy for some reason man it's like one day the person will tell you like how much they love you and how much how much they mean to you and stuff and then the next day they can just say oh i have absolutely no feelings for you and they just drop you and you never hear from them ever again.
0: Some sort of weird mood swing, I guess.
1: That's what happens, man. That's that's apparently what happens in real life, bro. It's insane.
0: Uh, I mean, to sum up all of that, it's kind of like this one... Very one important thing to relationship, actually, is... Communication. Now, for communication, actually, it really depends on the couple themselves. But obviously, first off, you have to figure out what kind of boundaries you have to set, right? As you said, so you're gonna need to start off with some boundaries. Yeah. Check what is okay, what is not okay. And other thing is, well, they gotta keep talking to each other because, well, not every day. Because every day, if you're gonna do it every day, every time, every waking minute, it's like you are gonna tire, tire the relationship up out by talking too much you know unless obviously you haven't seen each other for a long time and i suppose that's okay but when i look at it it's like if you talk too often you know it's like you spend every waking minute with this with this person and uh yeah i think you would start getting tired of it you know it's like uh okay now what you know it's Mm -hmm. like you feel like your progress has been under a standstill so yeah I mean, it's very important to have these kind of communications in there.
1: I mean, it's I guess I mean it's honestly different. It, it's really it's really different for like every relationship. Like there there are couples who would talk to each other all day, every day, and that's actually completely fine.
0: But the thing is, I don't think they would sustain that status quo for too long because
1: really, nah, they- <laughs> I mean, honestly, because no, it, as long as like as long as the couple has like a lot to talk about with each other like honestly it could be anything man they could really just talk about like their day-to-day basis type of things like the things that they do every day they can always like talk about that stuff and uh, i guess it wouldn't it wouldn't really get tiring but but like i said it's it depends like not 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 all relationships relationships are the same it's it's really different but yeah no but i still get what you mean like like not talking a lot every day because you will end up probably tiring yourself out or you get very stressed thinking like that like you must always have to like text a a lot every day like it's fine if you text every day but just not to the point where you text hours upon hours you know and just not getting anything else like done you know because i'm sure i'm pretty sure everybody Everyone has a purpose. Things to do. Yeah, everyone has a, has their own purpose in life. It doesn't just have to be like the relationship does not have to be the only thing there. It shall be one thing. I'm not saying like to put that away. It shall be one thing, out of the other things that you also have to like accomplish and stuff. So yeah, like just don't make it like the only thing. And as long as you have like a very mature and understanding partner, it does not matter. You know, like it doesn't matter. You can always just say that hey, um quite a bit busy today but i shall make time whenever i'm free or whatever and as long as a partner understands that it's fine you know and also like i guess like couple like the couples must have must must okay must have faith in each other must trust each other and not like you know like get into that spiral thinking that oh, because my partner isn't like talking much to me today, like they must be like up to something, you know, or they might they might be hiding something, like yeah.
0: I mean, if ask me, it's like the other extreme is also true, where it's like you should at least talk. Like I don't know, I'd say if you ask me, right, my limit would be uh, if I had the limit, I would set it to like once every two weeks. If it gets any less frequent than that, then I think your relationship's probably gonna be at the risk because if you're not talking to each other often enough, it's like you talk for like, for example, once a month, then. I don't know. It feels like it's much harder to maintain the relationship, I mean, especially what... if you're long distance. <laughs> especially long distance, where it's like uh, you, everyone has their different things to do. You even have different timelines, uh, time zones, if you're <laughs> if you're long distance. So yeah. it's like it's hard to communicate. So I mean, yeah. If you really have those feelings for each other, then yeah, more power to you. But make sure you are contacting once in a while, you know, even if you're busy. Because otherwise, you know, the relationship will still die out anyway because you aren't talking enough. That's I feel true. like that's an important thing. Communication, like everything actually, needs moderation. Don't yes. have it too much. Don't have it too much, otherwise you tire yourself out. And also don't have it too little. Otherwise the relationship would just fade away into nothingness and it's like oh wait I was dating this person kind of thing you know so honestly communication is important in moderation that's what I think communication is vital to all this
1: it's it's yeah it's always going to be important to have communication really otherwise I mean like plus like like if you ever have a dispute whatsoever yes just communicate don't ever like bottle it up and just not say anything or like you know
0: just make it to yourself <laughs> and just not not tell that yeah, uh, like your, your partner it's, it's better to it's just too late
1: it's better just talk about it and then just say okay this is where things went wrong let's like try to resolve this and then you know like be like okay so i've also learned from this so we're not not gonna do that again because no one's perfect mistakes can always happen even if the person has pure intentions but sometimes they make mistakes but at the same time i'm pretty sure the person does not intend to make that did not intend to make that mistake and did not intend to like hurt the other person at all (sighs) yeah and then like i said man uh, if you also have a mature partner that is understanding as well things are great you know you don't have to worry too much about it whatsoever
0: see I think that's where you're setting the threshold a bit too high am I am I? <laughs> I mean when you think about mature right a mature partner it's like someone that definitely has some sort of least state experience that they know either that either something went wrong in their life or they, they had a good awakening where it's like oh yeah okay I know I know that I shouldn't Treat, ba- treat this uh, this partner i have badly kind of thing it's kind of hard to do that sometimes unless you have like personal experience of like being on the receiving end some people need need that kind of experience to actually be like oh yeah okay okay doing this is bad you know do doing this kind of action is actually bad for relationships so yeah when you think about that mature people don't come too often right because well just imagine yourself would you? Are you going to be that lucky that you are going to have this mature partner, this perfect partner, at your first try? It's rare. It's possible, but it's definitely highly unlikely, right? Because, well, if you're setting a threshold too high. You can't expect everyone to be reaching the levels of maturity that you want them to. So it has to come from the relationship, actually. You know, perhaps you, you start out off dating someone that isn't really that mature, but as a continued relationship. You probably go through a few quarrels or add a few fights or something like that. But if your relationship still perseveres, then I think it's like you, can, you have yourself a mature partner. But, you know, it needs experience. There needs to be some sort of experience into there or a certain act of wisdom, you know. So I doubt that you can find that perfect partner at first go. So I personally don't think you should stress out too much of this kind of stuff you know as to someone's maturity you have to give it time as i said you need time need time to kind of figure out what your partner does what your partner truly stands for and are they the type to learn you know to learn how to become more say mature or Learn from their mistakes or something like that, or learn how to deal with situations, you know, with quarrels and stuff, you know. Right, right. So it's like with that, then you know if it's if you a quote unquote perfect partner kind of thing, but yeah, kind of difficult to maintain, especially if you're doing long relationship. But hey, that's just that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. Just like the entire last podcast. But yeah. Anything else you want to say about the romantic relationship? Because up to up to all this time, I think we just talked about basically the first meeting and the progression to it. Oh, yeah. Is there anything to add after marriage? Because it's pretty much maintaining the same thing, but then yeah, with it's, possibly it's, another child.
1: Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> it's just that you now have added an extra obstacle. Well, okay, no, I'm not. I'm sorry. No, no. I don't think a child is an obstacle. I mean, it really depends on the person. There, 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 there are couples that, that think that they don't need a child. And then, and then there are couples who think they should have multiple children. So it's to, just, be fair,
0: to be fair, it, children, raising children is expensive. They are expensive. Well, I mean, they are expensive. <laughs> and,
1: but, and, and especially if you, if you were to live in like... For example, if you were to happen to be in Hong Kong and you want to have a kid good luck spending four million dollars on, nah, on your sure, i'm pretty sure it's
0: not just hong kong man it's just basically I mean, I mean, any no, developed
1: country no. yeah i know mean, but i'm just setting hong kong as an example but I, I mean as i mean you know how it sort of is pretty expensive to live here honestly yeah but yeah it costs, man it the everything here it's, it's 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 mad crazy expensive so yeah it's just i mean it's, it's just an example like because, because like back back in high school, I I had this uh, English T shirt that that's like forty. But but she she's married. But instead right. of instead of kids, she replaced them with cats. She has right. like she has like four four cats, I think. And she was always ranting about how having kids is not a good thing, <laughs> which is okay. weird because which is weird because she she kind of she treated us pretty well, and we were kids but like it's weird how she doesn't want to have a kid for herself and you know she she actually treats her like cats like actual children and it's gotten to the point where so one of her cats um well passed away like years ago she actually uh, wrote a poem about the cat and shared it on facebook dang yeah so you can just, like, imagine just, like, the love that she has for the cat.
0: But, yeah. um Raising children is expensive.
1: She literally calculated that, that it's going to it's gonna cost you $4 million to, to raise a kid in Hong Kong.
0: Was that adjusted for inflation? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, there you go, everyone. I mean, it's, isn't it... Raising children is kind of, like, not just the money, right? There's actually also the... Uh, mental aspect. the kind of You know, aspect where it's like, you got to take care of them, right? You got to take care of them. You got to put down some of your time to take care of your children. Because otherwise, if you don't raise your children well on that mental aspect, they are going to hate humanity.
1: They're going to ruin you mentally. Just
0: saying. (laughs) Yeah. If you don't
1: raise them well, you're going to... Yeah, you're screwed.
0: So it's kind of like another sort of obligation there so i mean if you're not ready to raise another person into this world that you know at least have the proper mindset to like at least do what they can do their best and try not to you know destroy other people's lives then yeah, yeah don't don't have a child don't have a child please please we really have enough assholes in the world we don't want <laughs> another please so I mean that's basically romantic relationships, I guess. I mean most of it's just maintaining the meeting, the, maintaining or perhaps deepening your relationship as the time goes. And well, do as you please, do as you please. Just make sure that whatever you do, don't don't ruin other people's lives. Then you're we're good. I think we're good. Yes. So yeah, I think there's something else I want to add for romance in general. Right. That's pretty much it, really. Just just time. Give the time. Give give yourselves decent communication. and I think you can handle it well. Anything like uh, financial problems, whatever time issues. I think you can handle yeah. it down the line, as long as you communicate enough. You know, yeah. You know, admit admit what you what each other can't do and try to compensate for that. You know, don't force it if you if it's too much. You know, because well, it's up to you really. It's up to you and how much you can give away. Don't, don't completely give way to because well compromise it's all about compromise just don't completely keep yourself in don't completely change yourself because that's just you don't, you don't do that you don't do that but yeah that, i think that's it for me anything else you want to add for that uh,
1: that's not nah. <laughs> okay
0: yeah i mean i feel like this can apply to pretty much any other relationship actually even friendship Well, obviously not to the point where it's like, oh, you love each other kind of thing. No, 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 no. Unless unless you do, unless you do. Yeah, unless you do have that thing. But I mean, friendship overall is kind of like less strict. You can just hang out and all that. But at the same time, it's like, maybe you can learn something from a friend or two, you know? It depends. It depends on what kind of friends you make. You know, it either could be good for business or just someone to talk to sometimes. Because, you know, when you're alone in this world... I mean, sure, you can have all the money you can have, you can have all the power you can have, but if you're alone and, I don't know, it's kind of, it kind of just isolate, you know, gives yourself that sense of isolation, unless you're into that. Generally, people don't do that. People are usually social. I mean, no matter how introverted we, we we say we are, we at least want at least one or two people by our side. So of course, yeah. It depends on what kind of friends you have. So if, say, for example, uh, if you have a friend that's like bullying or something that like works under or something like a triad or something like that. Do you really want to be friends with that? I know. It's your choice, I guess. Because what what ends up from those is that you eventually start learning, you know, catching on to what your friends are doing and probably get some of their habits, whether good or bad. So it really matters as to what kind of friends you make, I guess. It's difficult. But I suppose you can try try talking to people, I guess. It's like, um, as point of travel, I mean, talk to random people in the world. And if the man should be friends with you, well, just make sure that you're not too influenced. Just because, you know, who knows who they are. Yeah, friendship, it's hard to maintain, a permanent one. Now, it's good to last several years, for example, your classmates and all that, but hey, that's a different type of friendship. That's like more towards society kind of thing. Your relationship with society. For me, when it comes to society, I mean, I try to get along. For me, I try to get get along with the people I work with, for example, my classmates, my, uh, for example, co-workers, kind of thing. Yeah. I try to maintain at least a nice relationship where it's like, I don't, I don't kind of like hinder their progress. But at the same time, I try, you know, to help whatever I can, kind of thing. You know, I don't want to be that person to be hated, you know. Being hated is weird, you know, for doing something bad to everyone else, and yeah probably would be hated.
1: I do not I w I don't plan. I don't
0: want that because it's just another piece of annoying thing I have to deal with. So I'd rather just, you know, try to not worsen relationships. So yeah. That's pretty much social relationships for me. So what do you think for your side? As to how you deal with like your classmates or coworkers, say?
1: Um, I mean for me, <clears throat> I still I still keep in contact with a bit of like the people from high school there are just times where i would hang out with them sometimes in uh, the weekends or i would just like just text just text them through my show my socials and stuff yeah that's uh that's just how i'm like maintaining that and i mean it's it's fine if like i i actually like friendships where you don't actually like you probably haven't spoken to that person in months but, it's
0: like when you come come back and talk again. Yeah, it's like, Oh, it's like that, since yesterday. Yeah, yeah. The
1: moment the moment you guys come back together, it's like, oh wow, bro! Like, <laughs> it's like you just so, sort of like connect well again. It's like as if like nothing ever you know, happened. Like, yeah, nothing happened. No time like, has passed. It's like even it's like even though a lot of time has passed, it didn't feel like that at all. Yeah, that this is yeah that's the that's the type of friendship I like. And I mean, you know, I really don't like. I don't like drama, you know. I don't want to always drama. like. I, I, I don't I don't want to get I don't want to get a beef with people, cause cause you know like we honestly have better things to do than to like literally hate on people, man. Like I don't understand. I don't understand why. How people have the
0: mm-hmm. energy to hate on people? Yeah, know.
1: exactly. Like what what is you? What is the point? Honestly? I mean, I guess I guess for, like for some people, they actually like to have like people hating on them so that they can apparently use all of that use that negative energy to like i guess make themselves better the thing is i'm talking about like the haters themselves like like bro you've you've got you've got better things to do than to like literally hate on people for no reason man it's just yeah (laughs) like i don't know if they're like i mean people would say that they're obviously doing it for attention or whatever but like this that's just a weird kind of attention really like it's not gonna get you anywhere
0: i mean the japanese are professionals at uh at uh, trying to maintain their image in in society well barking everyone in the internet (laughs) Uh, i mean well i mean when you ask me it's like what's the point of using this energy this hate hatred you know when you're not helping them it's like I prefer if, you, if you're if you gonna hate at least make it like some sort of tough love where it's like oh I hate it because you aren't doing this because you could've done better kind of thing maybe I could tolerate that kind of hate but right. some some just hate out of no reason those I can't tolerate those I can't tolerate because well you're not you're not giving any value to the person that you're criticizing you know t- and you're not t- telling them how they can improve from their ways and yeah. even if they're properly hated you know they have good reason to be hated for for example oh oh i oh this person like um recorded a dead per, dead body or <laughs> uh or recorded a dead de- a dead deer in the pool or something like that i mean you gotta tell them that what they're doing is wrong then yeah do that but just hating them hating them out of nowhere you know when they don't, they don't have probable reason some proper reason it's like all back to the cancel culture really it's like oh, yeah. you gotta yeah. you gotta at least go back to like give them valid feedback right because some people they need to know what where they've gone wrong because some people are kind of like short-sighted into like what their actions entail or how, how what those consequences have to them so yeah Honestly, I say hating people. All right, fine. But is it really worth wasting energy to hate on someone? Or is it better to you know use that energy to instead you know convert it into something that can help the person you're hating on? Because we already have enough people that that we you know that this world uh, that probably doesn't want. But Try to change them for the better. We're trying to uh, harmonize. You know, We're trying to live. We live in society. We live in a society and we, live in a we can't really society. just <laughs> spending all this energy and hatred when you could just use that on something that can help our society in general progress it's kind of a really. But it's why constructive criticism is a thing and people should really take that to heart just simple hatred versus constructive criticism some of us also need to start discerning what these are and not just treat like oh these people are haters because they said something bad about me no some people actually want you to improve you're just not seeing you're just not seeing that you know, that kind of thing. That's society for you. So, you going to try harmonizing with it. As much as you hate it, it's like, when you're stripped of your power, when you're stripped of your money, it's like, the only thing you're gonna have left are relationships with others. You know, your relationships with the society. And if the society hates you already, then you can't say you can't financially recover from that. Gotta keep yourself down to earth, somehow. Whether it's someone helping you to do some constructive criticism. Or, you know, try not to get the power or whatever over your head and just assume that you're always the top because there's always i guess there's always an asian better than you (laughs) that even goes (laughs) true with asians too it's like even even for the asians like there's always an asian better than an asian so yeah oh well
1: that is true though i mean
0: yeah for me for me it's like koreans probably it's like koreans apparently i do i do great at games but then koreans just come in and kick my balls yeah i don't know man <laughs> i don't know how south korea has become that powerful but okay dang oh well Let's, like that's that's <laughs> that's that's string a little bit off topic but you get the idea social relationships are there to maintain we want to try our best to maintain this kind of relationship where it's like try not harming others you know yeah and uh yeah i mean there you go that's my take on social relationships Anything you want to add to that? Not really. Not really. Think, yeah. Okay. So we've covered uh, social relationships, friends, co-workers, uh, romance. Perhaps, I guess we can talk about inner relationship. You know, being at peace with ourselves. Because mm, I feel like this is... Yeah, relationships with yourself, you know, a fight against your inner struggles. Because when you think about that, some people say, you can't really, you can't really see this struggle on others, obviously, because well, you aren't that person. You don't know what they're facing and all that. In fact, even if they do tell you, like, oh, they have something going on with them, they probably still have something more, more to that, you know. Yeah. So a struggle between yourself. It's like there are different multitudes of, of this. Whether it's like, oh, you're you're overconfident or you're too anxious. That's one spectrum. And then, <laughs> and then you have the kind of like um, how friendly you want to be towards others or how much are you going to risk or something like that. These factors are kind of like what you want to assist with when you're trying to check your relationship with yourself. So, you know. To be at peace with yourself, you wanna strike a balance between all these and try to see what fits you the best. Somewhat, you know. Of course, with the balance of having having your relations with everyone else in the world, but still, it's like uh, you you can't afford to be too confident because once because if your plans fail, blah blah blah, your overconfidence just shatters and it just becomes you just become too anxious. You won't take risks and all that. And your life just gets just dwindles out. So there needs to be a balance, you know. You need to have the confidence to start something. But at the same time, you also need to start. You need to also be prepared to take responsibility for whatever happens, kind of thing. Yeah, you know. So I think you need to strike that balance, you know, balance as all things should be. <laughs> it's not perfectly. Yeah, it's not sure. perfectly. Reason why it's not perfectly because obviously your mental, your moral cor- uh, compass will change throughout the time you live or whatever you face in reality. Mm-hmm. It's really you know where you need you need to just strike a balance between what you perceive and how you want to perceive with the society. I guess, but you know, try to not annoy everyone else, please. You know, if you're gonna if you're gonna be self destructive, you, you you really want to be self destructive? You know, is it really gonna help you? So do you really think do you really think being self-destructive is gonna help you appreciate life in general no so it's those kind of things where it's like it's really where you need to take a stand people can help you out that's for sure they can help you out you could you could talk with others as to like how they can how you can like uh, counter this kind of balances or stuff but in the end the final decision is up to you you're the one who can who can really change yourself really you may have inspirations as to like oh this person here did something something so inspiring oh I got inspired from him but yeah. are you gonna do that are you yourself gonna implement those kind of inspirations into your own uh, moral codes or life ethnics ethics that's mm-hmm. up to you inner balance between yourself it's very important like it's a sense of your identity really. you wanna add something a little bit here like for example it's like, do you have anything like you're struggling with yourself kind of thing that's like oh you want to add to this? Mm,
1: no, I'm not, not really, not really, really philosophical sure or anything. Or just...
0: <laughs> I don't know. I usually, I usually think quite deeply kind of these kind of things. You probably, you probably think that I'm majoring philosophy, but no, I'm not. I'm not. <laughs> but it's just things that I'd like to think a lot about. You know, sometimes right. where it's like. What is the plot balance I want to be at peace with myself? What kind of what kind of myself do I want to identify myself as, you know? So that's one thing I feel like we eventually have to face sometime in our life where it's like, oh, we want to figure out our true identity. It's like how we want to represent ourselves, you know, how we how others see us as and how we see ourselves this kind of thing. It's kinda of like this weird kind of balance thing. We want to be how to say it? validated in some way or another and it right. really depends on how you treat this kind of stuff I don't know it's like sometimes people you have this other half say for example I don't know say you like the, you like theater stuff but you're too scared to show it to others because you feel like you're gonna be shameful and you just keep hiding that sort of interest to yourself and then well your life just becomes miserable because you're just showing this facade of yourself that isn't really yourself you know say so you really love theater but you're trying to act like you hate it you know just to be appeasing to your friends but if that's the case do you really think that this trade-off it's like you abandon your own interest to satisfy your friends is worth it or not you know because truthfully you yourself think that it probably isn't worth it because uh, you yourself want to enjoy theater, but then your friends don't. So, yeah. That's why it, the relationship between yourself is important, too, because it's these kind of like compromises that you have to take where it's like, um, do you really want to sacrifice your own morals or your own interests or everything just to match or be in good terms with your current uh, friends or whatever? You know, because... No, it's, it's a part of yourself, it's a part of yourself, so that's something you should consider. Whether you want to keep your friendships or relationships or whatever, that should also be a factor to consider. Do you want to sacrifice a bit of yourself for it, or you feel like it's not worth sacrificing your, your own quirkness into it, you know? So, yeah, that's why I kind of like stressing on this part, because I have been trying to think about it for quite a while. You know, I say what I want myself to be, what stuff I truly like, and, and is it worth sacrificing it for others, you know, that kind of stuff. It's an internal struggle for me, but I'm getting there, hopefully. But yeah, I feel like I've been ranting a lot here.
1: No, it's, <laughs> no, it's fine.
0: Uh, but yeah, I mean, honestly, I was supposed to give this episode to you, but uh, it turned out to be me again on the second half. <laughs> Oopsie daisy. No,
1: I mean uh, no, we were sharing it since
0: wow I mean, it is technically still relationships. So hey, I'm still on topic, I guess. Yeah. I mean, all the while I'm just fidgeting around with my um, earbuds. Yeah, that's right. Everyone. <laughs> I have been. Mm. If if I had a, if I have a face cam right now, if a camera on me right now, you would see me fidgeting with my stuff, my pen, my my earbuds, everything. Because I don't know. I just feel like moving stuff while I'm talking. I
1: I I, I, I I just be looking around, honestly. Like I just. <laughs> Like, if, like if the camera. Imagine like how. Pan, imagine pan how to me weird. I just like look around and then i just like look, and then look at the camera. And be like, oh, I just got caught.
0: <laughs> <laughs> imagine, imagine how we're gonna look like when we're when we're on the set with cameras on this That'd uh, be weird.
1: I'd, I'd, uh, I'd be a bit. It'd be a bit. It's
0: gonna be uh, a weird experience, but hey, it is what it is. <laughs> it'll be awkward at first, but. You know, so. I think we'd get used to it. But yeah, I mean, I think that's it. I think that's it. Any more relationships up there? Uh, yourself, um, friends, family. Actually, we, have, we haven't talked about family, actually. We might as well finish up as Let's yeah. out fun a bit. So, what do you feel like should be in a family relationship?
1: What should be in a family relationship? I don't know. Your opinions. <laughs> Your opinions.
0: And it doesn't have to be true, you know, it could be just from what you think, what you perceive of a family relationship.
1: Like, how should I say this, man? It's like, um, basically, basically, for parent and child right right it it really it really depends on how the parent is that will then actually shape how the child would be in society so what i'm trying to say here basically is it's all on the parents man it's 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 on the parents like how they treat their child and what like what they teach them and just you know like life lessons whatsoever because if you like you raise a child (laughs) and you don't teach them anything about life whatsoever you don't you don't tell them that oh you should be
0: others <clears throat> to waiters or whatever yeah
1: like others in general and just like, you know, like how they treat people with respect. Like, they don't have to have like a big status whatsoever. They could also just be uh, just someone that isn't as big. Like, you still have to respect that person no matter what. Okay? All right. So, like, if you don't, yeah, so if you don't teach your kid this, like, that kid's gonna grow up to probably being a bad That's person, spoiled. you know? Spoiled or whatever, and always like be that type to like always try and get things, like, try to get the things that they always want. And like, the fact is, sometimes you can't always get what you want, and then that's where they start to throw a fit about it. Well, not just throw a fit, like, they can just act weird. Just go ham. Like, they can go act all depressed, act suicidal, whatever, just, you know, yeah. Basically, put up this weird facade, like, just like, bring up some random drama act like like a little kid basically it's just you know
0: i mean it depends on how your how parents teach a their child it's, i guess it's
1: basically all on the parents dude if the parents don't teach the kids like to life is gonna go slap whatever, them crazy like yeah they're, they're one they're not gonna be like a good version of themselves and then they're just going to slip away in life like crazy i mean not just that you know, for me I think the parents have to also be understanding and they have to know how to take good care of the kid. And sure, you can give out punishments to your child, but not to the point where you know you actually like traumatize them and then you give them freaking PTSD like they get they, they end up getting PTSD from that. And, and and not only that, it's also going to like affect future relationships for that for that child, like it doesn't just have to be parents, you know. Like they can, they can carry that uh, things that traumatize them throughout their whole life, and they could also like have anxiety about it, and they would think about how this might happen to them with other people as well. It won't just have to be their parents. That's probably like the important thing for me when it comes to uh, family relationships. Okay. Yeah. All right.
0: I mean, for me, for me, it's back to that one word again. Moderation. i feel like this applies to basically everything in life. You need to have moderation. So, say for example, your kid does something wrong. Okay, fine, you can punish him for for what you want. But you need to tell your child why what they did was wrong, right? Because if you don't say that and you just hit them, they have no idea, you know? They'd be like, um, uh, okay, uh, uh what? What? You just think they—they're just gonna—you're just hitting them for no reason. You need to tell them. You need to tell them because, otherwise, it just treated as like you—you're just being hit for no reason and they retaliate. I personally don't, won't, don't like you know inflicting damage in general, but yeah. you know you gotta at least tell them, right? Tell your child what what's going on, and obviously tell them. Tell them things. Tell them things in due time. You know, don't wait until they're like just 18. and say, okay, that, now I'm telling you all of these. Give <laughs> G- give give it throughout their years. You know, as they're growing up, as they as they start touching even more things in life, try to start try to start telling them like more. I mean,
1: teaching teaching intent. them young, teaching them at a young age is already pretty good. Man, lie, like. I mean, you don't I have mean, to just, teach- just, I don't mean, know, like like you can put it in simpler words for them to actually understand and to mean, like, yeah and, and also like sort of like give it in like a really nice sweet tone and not not in like, not in like a serious tone where you actually like you know get them all frightened and whatever right yeah like, imagine like imagine if, you like, just get anxious <laughs>
0: you know, like, man
1: like, like, like for example like you're going to tell your kid not to like you know get candies from strangers or just from strangers or whatever right like say it in like a like a nice sweet tone like hey all right if If anyone else that you don't know tries to give you something, politely say no or walk away. You know, just, yeah, just do not deal with it. Do not, like, don't, you don't have to, like, second guess or, like, have second thoughts or whatsoever. Just walk away, say no, you know, do something like that. Because, like, some parents, they have, like, a different approach to, to, like, by, like, you know, like, hitting them and all of that. Like, that that to me is like, you know, very very unnecessary, man.
0: I don't know. I feel like some of these are just passed down you know. You know, some former children that that get beaten by their parents are like, Oh, I'm grown up now, I have a child now. I've suffered these things before, therefore my child must suffer the same way that I did. <laughs> some 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 parents do think that way though. That's the scary thing. Like, it gets Asian, passed on.
1: Asian Asian. Asian i'm sure there's a stereotype
0: but <laughs> i mean i feel like i think like it's possible to be passed on you know these kind of, kind of things need actually, to, can be passed on in a sense yeah, yeah. and that's not good that's not good that, no, so, so,
1: you know, that's the that's the weird part man it's like that parent was a kid and they experienced it they experienced the pain whatsoever so why would they actually think that passing down the damn pain was actually they should have actually learned from that like okay It doesn't mean that I shouldn't have, I should not actually teach the kid a lesson, but at least like do it in a more meaningful manner and something that's like basically not necessary and something that go way off the line. Like you can, you can teach the same lessons, just make like, just do it in a a non-violent way. right? Right. But, but no, I guess some parents are like, screw that. I'll do whatever I want to do. But that's on them and that's uh, that's what I mean. <clears throat> they're going to have to like face the consequences of, of whether that kid grows up and decides, you know what, cuz my parents hit me. I, I can do the same. Back. I could do the same thing. I you know, like yeah, it's just <sighs> I
0: mean, yeah, it's it's going to have to take a lot of effort and like awareness of the people around them to realize, okay, that that chain needs to stop. Right, someone needs to stop that chain so yeah have a i don't look think out.
1: that chain will ever stop but
0: yeah. you know i mean it you could be a, you could be somewhat outside of the primary family and be like okay you have to stop it you know you can try to stop it if you can you know so yeah. I don't know it's like you can still kind of control it i guess depending depending on how whether you have you made good friends that that find out these kind of flaws from you and be like okay you have to stop that you you have to stop doing that to your child otherwise otherwise he's gonna continue the same thing to their child and that's not good you know? similar thing same thing with spoiling spoiling children it's like giving them giving them everything they want from the get-go. It's like you're feeding your child this idea that oh yeah they they will have what they want whatever what they ask for, and therefore they just grow up to become spoiled children. I've seen a fair share of spoiled children, but uh yeah. It's usually from the parents. You can kind of tell from parents what how whether they're spoil, spoiling their child too much or not. So, yeah, yeah. yeah, honestly, you can spoil your children, but to an extent, you know, treat it like a reward. You know, for example, oh, have your child do, have your child help you out with washing the dishes or cleaning the room or something like that, and then and then give them what they want. And they will be incentivized to, you know, start working hard, you know, give them the proper ethic, ethic in terms of how things are dealt with in the world, and they will start, you know, thinking better. Shit. This obviously goes for financial advice and everything else, but yeah, hey, if you can learn a teacher child proper ways, they, I believe, I believe they they would do pretty good in society. That's, that's our take on it, at least, yeah. families, a small units of Society. And when you think about the school and workspaces, are basically basically been a shrink-sized version of a society. It's like we different live in different tiers of society. We have fam- we have ourselves, then a our family, then uh, school or the workspace, and then the society. It's like each step is like a step up from the previous form. So it's basic with that. Just gotta, gotta work there in moderation. Gotta work there in moderation. Be considered for others, and that's pretty much it. I don't really ask for too much, really, because right, of society. Because I be- because I realize even asking for this is a little bit too much for society, anyway. So yeah. <laughs> oh well, that's society, you yeah. You live in society. Sure. I think that's it, though. Um, are there any other sort of relationships you want to talk about? No. Yeah. What kind? No, right. no actually. No. <laughs> I thought you did. No. <laughs> but Yeah. Uh, so yeah, to wrap things up, we have covered. Um, let's see yeah, We have covered uh, relationships with ourselves, relationships with family, relationships with friends, uh, classmates, um, uh, workspace, romantic relationships, and society in general. So yeah, five tiers, five tiers of relationships right there. Yeah. So yeah, there you go one. Hooray! That's our take on society. So i think that's it for today and um what's for next week i forgot what's for next week
1: what is for next week
0: <laughs> what is for next week uh... i mean considering how how long between our gaps between on how we record this kind of stuff i actually forgot what we were talking about um let's see here backlog see here's the thing we were supposed to do backlogs we were supposed to do backlogs for this kind of stuff but i don't know what happened what happened in between it's like oh wait never mind we forgot that backlogs for a thing, whoops a daisy and now we're just doing like a weekly and uh, yeah, I basically Yikes. had to compromise <laughs> My doing that solo episode uh, the last week yeah, you should go check that out because I, I had to spend like 40 something minutes talking, so hey, there you go, before I go ahead and catch that up it's, one well, you can check it out on the channel and all the websites there and there but yeah, what's our backlog, let's see here I thought we backlog.
1: actually had this pinned <laughs> oh wait, no, we, no, we, no, we, that's an that, old one we did That's not have
0: That's an old one. Wait. <laughs> ah,
1: okay, so next one should be like what? Food? Food? Um. Wait. Hold on a second. Hold on. I, uh. uh
0: Health. Okay. It. Okay. Relationships. Right. Just type relationships. I think I think we can find that. Uh, relationship.
1: Wait. So. Really? Wait, Let's see here. Wait. Okay. Nah, <laughs> um,
0: okay. Okay. So based on this list here. Uh, let me pin that real quick. Uh, we have football, food, movies, anime, music, and YouTubers. So, which one you want to go first? It's your mm-hmm. pick, because technically, these are all your choices.
1: I think i movies.
0: Movies, okay. Movies yeah. are great. I mean, I definitely do have some genres in mind when, I can, when it comes to movies, so... I, I think I can handle my own for, like, ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> I mean, as much as, as much as movies are a thing, I probably couldn't last for too long with these, but hey... It's something, I guess. We can prep that for like next... next week. Next week? Yeah, next week. That's in the next episode, not next week, but yeah. So, I think that's it then. Next week is movies. Hooray. Hurrah. Uh, yeah, the next... the main problem, however, is that you're gonna take a shot this coming Tuesday. Uh, as of recording, so... Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There's going to be a good chance that we either either we manage to record the backlog before he takes the shot or or we're probably going to have to rush it on the week of upload, so we'll have to see. Oh, no. We'll to about that. Maybe, maybe i have to do another impromptu solo podcast again.
1: Jeez. I swear to God, bro.
0: we'll we'll, we'll see
1: we'll see what happens we'll see what happens
0: i mean i haven't i mean i had my shot right i had my shot like several weeks ago was like last week last week last week week or last two weeks or something like that uh yeah around last week so essentially i told you my side effects right it's basically after the at the night after i took the second dose i got a fever right and then after that i have diarrhea so two more times because the three times before that it was before I had the fever and then after the two times the second the following day I got uh, my body was aching throughout for another night and after that night of sleeping so that's basically two nights after the dose yeah. I my pain just resided to my spine and my back Ooh. now I think I'm more or less alright now I think I'm more or less alright but uh, I don't know I'm, Still well, not the twenty-one days. <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm getting, I'm getting
0: anxious, bro. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, you're probably gonna take uh, take quite a blunt of blow, I guess. But I think you can manage mm-hmm. somewhat. We'll, we'll it's <laughs> just that,
1: it's just, it's just that school is gonna get in the way. and I just don't. Want
0: yeah, that. that's the main problem. That's the main problem with that too. So you gotta be careful, man. Uh, prepare your painkillers because it's all hurt. Got <laughs> oh, prep, okay. paracetamol and all that. Just prep that because otherwise, oof, it's gonna hurt it's gonna
1: hurt
0: okay i just basically being hit by a truck a plague <laughs> yeah oh well um that's it for today then so anything yeah. else you want to add no i think that's
1: that all I right then
0: that. <laughs> yeah i think that's that so yeah i'm your detective makes so clear
1: and i'm your detective and
0: and you can always check us out in our youtube channels and as well as the links on this in the description so po- spotify pot- uh, spotify apple podcast blah, blah 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 you know the places if you yeah. just listen to our voices there they are so yeah that's <laughs> it and we'll see you guys next time Bye-bye.
1: bye bye